Kevin Anderson, you are the head grower at Broken Coast. Thanks for being here. Yeah, no problem, Jay. No problem. Well, before we begin, uh, I want to share a quick story. We rented a cottage over the summer in Ontario. We go into the cottage, we're putting away all of our groceries. And on the top shelf, and I'll show you and anybody else you can see it, on the top shelf of the top shelf in the um, kitchen was a uh, container of Broken Coast. It was the greatest welcome, welcoming present uh, uh, we could have asked for at the cottage. Uh, and so I wanted to share that with you because um, in this time when we were anxious to get out of the city uh, for our COVID holiday, uh, we had a nice gift waiting for us uh, in the cottage. And thanks to you and the team, I guess. Perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, hopefully there was some weed in there and that many was strong enough and they left a little bit. They did leave. They left a bunch. That was the surprising part. They left a, <clears throat> enough enough for a couple days at least uh and we had enough with us so we we weren't uh we weren't left empty-handed um uh so you're the you're the head grower at broken coast as much as you can i would love to know your background pre-broken coast yeah i mean it goes back a long way i mean i was an electronic engineer for a little while i was an arborist for a while um and always a, a connoisseur of weed uh back in the uk um, and then I had an opportunity to come to Canada. A friend of mine had family here. Um, so I came and hung out for a while and, and there was a huge, uh, weed growing scene and I'd always kind of dabbled. But when I came here, I was just like, wow, this is like a mecca of, of weed growing. What's going on? This is crazy. And, uh, I just fell in love with it. Fell in love with the place, fell in love with the people, fell in love with the, the sort of attitude towards, uh, cannabis in general. And, um, yeah, just kind of really uh, got into growing and, and was really passionate about it. And slowly things just kind of uh, progressed for me in that. I got a really good reputation for growing a really nice bud. Um, so yeah, when, when the opportunity came that my friends got a license uh, from the government, um, they knew that they, they had something going on there, but their, their, kind of, their, their growing skills weren't necessarily what they needed to be. Um, and I had the best reputation of everyone they knew. So they approached me and we checked it out and talked about it. And, and yeah, I, I, I jumped on board. It was, nice. which, it's been great. I've, I've enjoyed every minute of it. Yeah, that's great. It's a great, it's a great story. Um, uh, and, and, and look, so as someone with a reputation of history, uh, and certainly Broken Coast, uh, reputation is, is super strong and has been forever. Um, so you've seen sort of how the market has developed from sort of, I guess, 2018 to now, um, Talk a little bit about what you see, because you, you as, a, as, a, as the head grower, have a really good lens on sort of what you are growing, what other people are growing, what the market is buying for sure. But like, yeah. as it has developed over the past two plus years, like, how have you seen what people are offering to consumers change? Well, it's definitely got better at the yeah. start. I mean, we were really pretty much the only people growing anything nice. Uh, and now there's a lot of really nice weed out there, you know? Um, so there's a, there's a lot of people doing it right now, which is great for the consumer. I mean, I think there's a lot of problems still with the way the industry is, is sort of uh, selling the product to people or due to the regulations, but there's definitely a lot more nice, uh, nice weed out there, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. You can even see it just, just shop, shopping at the store, shopping online, just reading reviews, all of it, just look, all you have to do is look at it and smell it and know that yeah. it's different than it was in 2018. Yeah. It used to be just like you get jars of, of crumbs and, and really like bad dark green kind of Mexican weed. And, yeah. and now it's, it's uh, yeah, there's a lot of really nice, good, beautiful indoor flowers and really nice stuff that's coming out of greenhouses too. 
Um, I wish there was less of a focus on just purely THC. That's, that's a real shame that the industry is going down that path. Um, but it is what it is and, and we have to cater to it. And, and at Broken Coast, we, we try not to focus too much on that. It's, it's an aspect of it, but for me, it's still all about just trying to grow something that has a unique flavor when you smoke it. Yeah. Like, I want it to, it needs to be beautiful. It needs to smell good. But ultimately the thing that really sets it apart is that when you smoke it, it should taste not like just some generic weed. It should have some flavor to it that makes you go, wow, this is really, really nice, really unique. You know? Yeah, that's such a good, it's such a good approach, right? Like, let's figure out the guideposts which we are operating, and let's do that. We may yeah. not make, you know, we we're not, we may not be in every store across the country, but we are going to be the the thing that people come to when they want the, you know, when they want a great experience. And talk about that because as a head grower, you must look at what's out there. You must look at your own genetics, and you must say, you know, if we could fill a gap, like, what are the gaps that you guys are looking at and trying to fill, or is it really like? Beautiful flower, beautiful smell, beautiful taste. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, there, there's definitely gaps, but it's difficult to fill those gaps because you can't just click your fingers and have that plant, right? So really our approach is that we grow a lot of seeds. So we, we're germinating seeds all the time and uh, just hunting for something special within those seeds. And hopefully we'll find something that ticks all those boxes and not only ticks all those boxes, but does fill a gap in our, in our portfolio. Um, and yeah, so far we, we, we've covered a lot of bases. There's, there's some things I would like to find, but um, really it's just a case of putting in the work and, and when, we, when we find something special, um, we'll release it to the public and hopefully it's received well. And if it is, we'll keep growing it and then you know, just keep progressing basically. I, I wanna know what that must be like for you and the team where you're like, you're germinating these seeds, you're, 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 you're looking, you're testing, you're smelling, you're tasting, all those things. Like when you find yeah. something that, that is like, hits all those markers, is it like this, aha? Uh -huh. well, yeah, it's a, it's a good day for sure because we can spend a whole year and, and grow you know, a few thousand seeds and, and really find nothing that blows us away. And then we can find three that blow us away in one go. So it's really just luck of the draw. Um, and uh, yeah, and like, I mean, it took us probably a year of growing seeds to find Pipe Dream, which I really like. I, I love the kind of like that spicy gassiness uh, really comes through uh, in the flavor. Um, so I'm super excited about that. As far as I know, it's been really well received, which has been great too. So. Talk a little bit about that, like how, the process to get, because I want to talk to you about Pipe Dream, which is the newest uh, release you guys are putting out. Talk a little bit about, like, was it that you were germinating thousands of seeds and all of a sudden you're like, this is the one? Or was it like- Yeah, it's not in quite as easy as that. It's not because, you know, you need to be sure. So we, we're always harvesting uh, test crops. And, and when we do, it's always good fun at the facility because we'll, we'll kind of- will smell and look at all of the, the plants when they're alive and uh, anything that looks like it has potential will dry it and then trim it. And then, you know, we'll be sitting around with like 50 bags of, of small bags of like one plant's worth of weed in each bag. And, you know, it's, it can be difficult to determine which ones you like straight away. So we kind of start narrowing it down, but basically sitting around with lots of people at the facility, uh, a lot of the growers uh, and we'll just sit around and we'll just smell bags, look at the weed, touch it and kind of narrow it down. And then once we've narrowed it down, we'll get them tested for the cannabinoid content and the terpenes. Um, and then we'll look at that. We'll maybe regrow them again. 
see how they grow, see if we like how the, the plant performs. Um, and then if it does and uh, ticks all the boxes, we'll start putting it in flowerings and go from there. Love it. <laughs> yeah, it's good fun. It's like kind of my favorite, favorite part of the job. For sure. Yeah, is that work or is that what you were doing before? Yeah. And like, this is now just a job, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like it's a little bit of both. Yeah, yeah. For sure. it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Um, uh, it's pretty cool. And then, and then I guess the question, cause you referenced it up top and this is the other end of the spectrum is like what consumers are demanding. And I guess there's this gap that I think lots in the industry, like, you know, if we could just get the one number THC to like have people look at other numbers or have people look at the or sort of other components of it. And I don't know how to do that other than to make more people not connoisseurs, but more understanding much like I think, you know, I, mean, I have a pretty strong opinion on this. And I think that unfortunately, it's the way the product is sold. I think that, you know, back in the day, you would go into a dispensary, and there would be jars of weed, and you would say can i check out the weed and they would get, hand you different jars of weed talking to you about what you like and you would look in the jar you'd smell the weed they would give you that weed and so you would pick the one that you liked whereas now you go into a store and you don't see any of it so you have nothing to go on so people are really just you know they're going in and they have nothing to go on so they they pick the high chc thinking that's what's going to lead them to pick the best product and, and I mean, if, if all you care about is how strong the product is, maybe that's true. But for me, I think there's a lot more to it. And if I go into a store and there's really high THC weed, but it's like dry and brown and doesn't look very good and it has no smell to it, I'm not going to buy that. I'm going to buy something that, that appeals to me in the way it looks and the way it smells. You know? And I don't really care what the THC is at that point. Um, yeah. yeah, I would like to bridge what you just said with reality on the ground and maybe at some point there will be and I maybe think, you know, maybe it's just time and hopefully you know uh, the regulations lighten up and they realize that it should be sold there's more of a fresher kind of product that you look at and you want to smell and see it and that's how you decide on, on what you want to buy yeah. um, but unfortunately we are a long way from that exactly example. that's <laughs> right totally yeah yeah I would like to get that and, I mean I don't want to know if you want to tip your hand but in the seeds that you are germinating now like what it is there anything that you're like, you know what, in a year from now, this could be the thing that everybody's going to want? Yeah, not, not in the seeds we're just germinating, but we actually just uh, had some real luck in a lot of stuff we harvested. And we actually, this year, we're going to bring out three new varieties that I'm really, really excited about because they kind of do fill some, some gaps. And we have an amnesia haze that we're bringing out that's like got this incredible kind of lemony smell to it that's really beautiful. And I used to really love the super lemon haze, but... Um, it just has a bit of a low cannabinoid content, so it didn't sell super well. Um, and this amnesia haze is, is just better in every regard. It, it's, it looks better, smells better, and it's 20 plus THC. So I'm really excited about that. Um, we're going to be uh, releasing a Sunset Sherbet, which is, um, you know, very, very kind of new school genetics. It has that beautiful purple with the white crystal um, and a really kind of jolly rancher smell to it. So that's something I'm really excited about. And then pandering to just the high THC, we have a Cushmints uh, that we're bringing out that's just like ridiculously strong and really beautiful. It's this, it's like white. It's so, so much crystal. It really is just like a white bud. Um, and, and it's really beautiful too. And it, it has that kind of like mental kind of smell and taste to it and, and really, really potent. I mean, initial testing was like, you know, mid twenties, which is our, probably our strongest variety for sure. So, so yeah, I'm really excited for 2021. 20, it's going to be good. Yeah. 
Do you guys, uh, not, uh, certainly the, the team at Broken Coast, but when you see other people in the sector and, and other growers, like how nerdy are those conversations? <laughs> they can get pretty nerdy for sure. Yeah, I mean, it depends who we're talking to, but we we all like to nerd out with the weed for sure, especially on the new stuff. We're, we'll all spend spend quite a few hours all just chit-chatting and getting into it. Yeah, I love it. And we, we, uh, we've been to sort of Tuscany and, and talking to the vintners, talking about, you know, the grapes and the, the, the way the sun hits the specific, you know, right. it's not, it's not that different. It's just uh, newer and I think more fun to talk about. Uh, yeah, when people, and people talk about terroir with wine and with cannabis, I guess, you know, the, it, it's just you have full control of that terroir because you have full control of the environment. And full control of the nutrition that you're feeding the plants certainly if you're in, in an indoor environment where you have control of everything so it makes it very complex because you have all of those variables to control and it's not that easy to control them exactly um, and every variety likes something a little bit different um, so that's definitely the science part that crosses over into the art and that's the other part i really love it's kind of that that science and art coming together to to produce something that that, that is really unique and special you know yeah, well, this is, I'm, I'm glad we have this conversation because I, I would like to come back in every couple of weeks and talk about it, but I, but it really is nice to connect uh, with you, Kevin, uh, because uh, Broken Coast, of course, has, has sort of the reputation and the, and the goods to back it up and not just because um, I had it at the cottage because someone left it for me, but because <laughs> that's, what every, that's what lots and lots of other people say, but it's also been great to connect with you, uh, hear about the process, hear about Pipe Dream, hear about what's coming down uh, the pike, and so thanks for your time. Now get back to work. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, if you can pull it like. <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right. Get back to the hobby that pays you. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. All right. Thanks so much, man. We'll talk to you yeah. soon. Thank you.